0: All right, so I'm coming into this really cold, really cold, folks. Sorry about that. Uh, You're listening to a a little special edition of Deprogrammed. My name is Justin Wilson, as you may know, but you may not know this man. Tom Pappas, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, Tom?
1: I am well. How are you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing great, man. Uh, I'm glad you you called me. Um, Yeah,
1: my apologies for being late. I was supposed to be calling you like an hour and a half ago and i just uh, remembered right now so.
0: it happens where man. are you located uh, i'm in hampton virginia mm. so we're like a um, an hour to your
1: east ish no no we, i live in nashville
0: oh okay
1: so, so a l- little further out so you're in hampton are you near uh like johnson city bristol area or or hampton
0: um are you familiar with like norfolk virginia beach
1: Oh yeah, you're yeah you're ten hours from now.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, so I'm way. But way
1: held ahead. together by the miracle of cellular technology. Yes.
0: So you're here today to talk to me a little bit about Superdrag. Um, yes, sir. Th- tonight the deprogrammed was on Superdrag, and uh, if you're not familiar with, with our program, what we do is I get a panel of people together, th- three or four. Tonight the case was three, uh, and we we talk about that band's or that day's band. Tonight it was Superdrag. Uh, the idea being with super drag is that all three members of the panel had never never listened to super drag before so we were so all weird. we were all discovering super drag together it is so weird actually after listening to the discography it is that's super weird because uh the overwhelming response was how the hell did we how the hell did we not listen to these guys like it it doesn't oh. make sense
1: there's loads of bands out there you've never heard of that are really good. Some of them are here in Nashville. You know, there might be a local band, but it's usually you might have loads of bands that are really popular, and it's not music you dig. It's all subjective. Fair enough. <laughs> it's,
0: it's a fair enough point. But uh, I, it, it it's just funny how it fell into all three of our our wheel well. Like this was like a band that that really spoke to all three of us but um right on. it's funny you mentioned uh local music that's kind of like what the station does here like uh our station radio free radio we play local independent music like it's it's 100 percent independent uh it's probably about 90 percent of this area
1: that's fine we're not we're <laughs> well we don't exist anymore we don't play anymore Super right, drag, That right. is. but i'm um, still you know john and i live here in nashville and i'm you know, I'm working at his house right now. Do construction. Stuff. Oh, so I see him pretty almost every day right now. But um, you know, we do our own bands. He doesn't play out his live much. He likes to do studio stuff. And then I've got my band, Tom Pappas Collection, and we'll do. You know, I'll do a Super Dragon number. You know, now and again. You know, from the reunion record and stuff. But. That band was a big part of our lives. That's all we did. Yeah, for clearly. Years, you know our, how we made a living. You know.
0: So you guys were uh, like, uh, I've I seen it described as a uh, on-again, off-again band. Um, is it officially off-again for for forever? For foreseeable future? Yeah, I
1: have no idea, man. Somebody asked John that before the reunion, you know, and he's like, it's never going to happen again. And I oh. thought it would never happen again. Then we had the reunion, and it did. Yeah. So I, I just leave it there but like as far as like somebody calling up an absence to play it's like usually not if it was like a big event like we you know a, you know a big huge thing you know i'm sure that everybody would consider it but he's not that into it and he's the main dude you got it <laughs> right you can't deal without john
0: so. yeah i gotta say I'm, um, I'm i'm bummed that i never got to see you guys play like you guys are right in my wheelhouse like it's, it's oh, yeah. perfect sound for me
1: yeah yeah well we still play it's just under different D- names different You know names. We still write songs I've got I was doing music Before Superdrag In yeah. 1992 and 93 in the U's With John You know Doing punk rock And then he was writing And we did Superdrag And during that I had Flesh Vehicle You know And now he's got The band The Leaves of Memory With Brandon From Superdrag It sounds like Superdrag I suggest Checking that stuff out oh. You know That's Some people say That's Some of the best Super Drag records out oh. And they're called The Leaves of Memory Oh I, um,
0: in in doing some research, I, I, I found that um, the the follow up to uh, regretfully yours uh, head trip and every key was actually like a a, a big war with the the record label. Um,
1: uh, no, you, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I was like, did I misread this? Oh no.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well, there's you know, well, it's a situation. You put out a record, you have a one hit wonder on it, right? Uh huh. It's 1996 you have the second record. It, they spent a whole bunch of money on the record. They want you to do it, you know, a certain way. They want to, you know, they want they basically want you to recreate what you did right. but not tell you that. It's like, we don't want you to play the same song again, but deep down we really do, yeah. you
0: know?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, and we didn't want to record a record like that. You know, we wanted to, you know, you do artistic stuff, you want to grow. Absolutely. So, We did, and that's like the cult. I call that the cult record because everybody always loves that record. I have people that come up to me in clubs like, nobody knows who I am, you know, or (laughs) whatever. And then you have these like, you know, I remember being in San Diego once. I was with my sister. We're at the San Diego Zoo, right? And this Asian couple comes up to my sister, and I was hanging out with my little niece about twenty feet away, walking her. And my sister comes back and goes, "Those two Asian." people know you. <laughs> I was like, yeah. They're like, is that Tom from Super Dragon? They said, and she's like, yeah, you want to meet him? They go, no. <laughs> so it's like, you're anonymous for the most part. You don't even really think about it. It's just like something you did in your your past. You still like the music. I'll listen to it now and again. You know, we did the reunion stuff for a while, in 2007 through 2010. You know, we went for Cheap Trick. We played, we were actually bigger during the reunion in terms of like headlining you know there's a lot of big shows but uh you know you're like this kind of cult status deal where somebody might not know you from adam or like who cares you know and then somebody else will think you're the you know that's the greatest thing since you know sliced bread or something but
0: so uh i was this may sound weird but um i i did an episode of deprogrammed a couple weeks back with my wife on the band hansen
1: uh, from, oh, yeah. I remember that.
0: <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it's the one-hit wonder, and they they came a little bit after you guys. 98, I believe, is when Mbop hits. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they actually had a very similar situation where they went they went to record the follow-up, and the record label was at war with them because they wanted 13 Mbops. And that was the quote that s- stuck out to me uh, reading up on Head Trip is that you know, you guys didn't want to write 13 Sucked Outs.
1: Yeah. I um, still like the song. I'm proud of that too. Oh, yeah. It's a you great know, song. Not like we don't like the, or I don't, me personally, I think it's a killer track. I love the record, love the, the time period. It encapsulates the time period, but, you know, um, I don't know. If you listen to Head in Every Key and you get a copy of it, listen to the the second song, uh, Hellbent, it is similar to Sucked Outs it's in that ballpark, so hell, we, we kind of gave them what they wanted, but yeah. it, it's not exactly like it. But you, it can fit into that whole deal, but do you I think, think the whole war thing happened after that record. Oh. There was a war about the cover, you know, our singer wanted to have a, you know, a, a different picture on the cover than the one that, you know, from the photo session, and yada, 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 and, you know, stuff just happened, and I'm cool. It's like, what well, would what would it be like if we did have several platinum records? You know, yeah. <laughs> we might be dead.
0: <laughs> oh, well, my my question was going to be that uh, eventually Hanson decided uh, that the label wouldn't let them make the record that they wanted, so that so they ended up going independent. But what mm-hmm. I re- what I really respect reading up on you guys is you guys did you guys made the record that you wanted. That's killer, man. To to look the label in the face and say, you know what. This is our record. this is our sound we're not going to betray it. here it is and I mean I love you guys for that that's that's amazing.
1: yeah we well, there well they gave us they were actually pretty cool about that in terms of like giving us a giant budget we were it was like the biggest thing I was ever involved with there was a 24 piece orchestra on that second record yeah um, the gutsy move I thought even more so than us they, they allowed us to do that was when I left I left the band in 1999 right and um, they got another bass player in there who's a good friend of mine who lives here in Nashville. I just saw him, I'm pretty Sam, and they were fantastic, and they put out Valley of the Dying Stars, and that is an independent record, and they did drop them from the label. But they gave them a severance package, and they used that money to create their own record and go out and then tour independently from 1999 till 2003, I believe. So they became an indie band on Arena Rock Records, which is an independent label, and they made a living, you know, and that record, I don't know if you've listened to that, Mm -hmm. uh, the one I'm not on, (laughs) (laughs) um, is my favorite, that's uh, Valley of the Dying Stars. Well,
0: it's funny you bring that up, because... I wasn't I wasn't gonna bring it up because I knew you weren't on the record, but uh, yeah. I think it, I could easily make a case because I I found it in like a, a like a two dollar bin at an Fye and that's that was my introduction other than sucked out my introduction to the band and I was like man <clears> this is really good and you know just for whatever reason I never I never sought out the rest of the discography, uh, but uh, I loved Valley of the Dying Stars I, I you
1: know a I'd, great record man that's John John plays bass on half of that record and they brought Sam into the band on the other half without that's where the war with the label really was. Cause it was going to be released on Electra initially. Ah. And he would just write loads and loads of songs, give them to the A&R guy. And the A&R guy was like, you know, this is good. We need a world-class song. That was more of a war. So that, at least from what he told me, I wasn't there. I was only there for the demo part of it right. pretty much. Um, and then they recorded half of it under the studio, under Electra's tutelage or whatever. And then we uh, they they gave us the Masters, I think, is what happened. Right. And then they went and recorded. They bought a studio equipment and recorded the rest of it on their own. Man. And that's when I thought it was cool. I'll never forget. Here's my memory of that whole tour. Uh, as a matter of fact, Brandon left when they went on tour after about the first month or two. And it was dawn and John, original original drummer, original, and, of course, singer. And then Sam took my place, and then they brought in a guitar player, William Tyler. Then William left, and they were a trio. So, and I was roadieing for Bear Jr., and we're at South by Southwest, and I think this was in 2000, and uh, we went to go see them play. You know, we played our show. Bear Jr. was opening for the Black, uh, Black Crow, so that was huge, you know fun show, and then we go to uh, Buffalo Billiards, I think is what it was called, Um, in uh, South by Southwest in Austin. We go and see Super Dragon. There's like, they're a trio, and they just kill it, you know. Um, About 600 people there, you know, pretty big, big show. And then they invite Ray Davies from the Kinks on stage and end the set. Oh, man. (laughs) And my jaw hit the ground. Oh, my God. That's pretty cool.
0: From the Kinks. Yeah.
1: There's a story for you.
0: I got to say it's it's amazing to hear that like a lot of I, I guess you get the feeling or you know, it, reading this stuff that there might be some bitterness between them. but it's great to hear that that's not even close to the case.
1: No, no. We still they you know, we'll go when I like I went to Knoxville, I had my own band called Tom Pappas Collection. Uh which I is still great to do too, by numbers the way. that were super drag numbers like uh it was on the Reunion record, but I did a song called uh, Cheap poltergeist, so I still play that in my set. Ooh. And Brandon's there. I was like, Brandon never comes out to shows. Maybe I should just invite him up on stage. <laughs> Maybe he'll come <laughs> out. And Brandon learned. He Brandon was initially in the U's, so we did a U's number. I've known him, you know, 20s of my best friends. I've known him 24, 25 years. So we did a U's number, Super Drag number, and then we did a Flesh Vehicle number, which is now a Tom Powers collection number. You know, yeah. it all kind of melds together.
0: Nice
1: and he came up and just killed it you know um you know with the idea of getting him up for a full set next time <laughs> but yeah you guys we have... all hang out and help each other in bands like uh, john plays in the band with me called hurts to laugh he plays drums in it we went in the studio my friend eric dale's band and we're the rhythm section for it that's great
0: so. that is really great like i don't know why like I guess I read too far into it that there was there might be some sort of tension, but clearly clearly I was way wrong. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, you know, we hang out with each other's kids and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty cool.
0: Um, I I'm sorry, I, I feel like I cut you off. You were about to launch into the story. It just it, it, it feels good to know that, that there's no no bitterness, no no tension. It's it, it just it, I don't know why, but I, I didn't think that was the case.
1: Most bands, it isn't the case, you know, because you're around each other all the time. You might have had, you know, I mean, we did. I'm, I'm sure throughout the years we've had our problems and ups and downs with the drama of stuff back when we were all effed up, you know. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Now it's just like what it was like your war buddies, you know.
0: So bef- you know,
1: bef- you fought in the '90s wars. Yes. The 120-minute uh, t- uh, wars.
0: Yeah, being being buzzworthy.
1: <laughs> yeah man it was pretty cool time period i mean just uh it's a weird time period now but
0: <laughs> it is really weird now man like uh, i don't know like I, I, f- I find a band here and there and actually uh, I've, i found tom pappas collection obviously from the super drag website and i was oh like, yeah i went ahead and listened to it and i was like oh man this is really good so as soon as i have a little money my way i'll, I'll be purchasing that from the band camp if uh if you guys want to, ch- is it Tom Pappas com?
1: Yes, it is. you can do that. If you're a, vi- are you a vinyl guy?
0: Um, I'm in between. And
1: it's okay if you're not, cause I have, but we got the brand new record out on vinyl and we got CD. And the best deal is if you go onto the site, you buy a T-shirt, you get a free download of the whole record. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's. So, but I, I'm I'm down to smalls and mediums right now. Well, so I have no idea that, that would be a...
0: Unfortunately, I'm neither of those. <laughs> Maybe if okay. you can well, buy both. Okay, I'm going to be
1: printing up new T-shirts in, uh, in the next like two months or so. Very so cool. So if you go up there, you'll get a free download of the new record.
0: I did if you get that. A t-shirt. So what I wanted to do before letting you go, uh, and again, thank yeah. you so much for calling, man. I I really appreciate it. Uh, I wanted to run down again. We we whittled down our songs, and actually, Cheap Poltergeist was one in one of the last ones in the conversation. We whittled it down. Really? Yeah, it really was. Yep.
1: Out of the whole catalog? Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I uh,
1: never never would have guessed that one. But but uh,
0: we've got. Thanks. We whittled it down to ten, and uh, you know, maybe if if you wanted to give your your thoughts on a, a couple of these, um, and then uh, we'll call it a night. Uh, so first with a bullet actually ended up being destination Ursa Major.
1: That's a good one. I'll, I'll vote for that.
0: Yeah, uh, and we just we we thought that was a better a closer definition of the sound of the band. Like rather than that's funny.
1: You mentioned that because that was what we picked for the second single, and we thought that encapsulated our sound better, just like you said. But so.
0: and I, I, you know, I I, was, I ended up I didn't know I didn't know that it had a video. I didn't know that it, it was. A oh band. yeah. I didn't know, and I'm like, man, had I seen this back then, I would have been a huge Super Drag fan. That's that bums me you out. You want to
1: know what happened? You want to hear a story about why it didn't get played? Would love to. This is this is what I was told. We went out to eat lunch in 1996. The single was happening; it was starting to die down a little bit. We put out Destination or Some Major, shut down on Wall Street in New York City, and uh, we had lunch. A couple weeks, a couple weeks or months later and with the actual programmer at mtv i mean those guys launched the band electric didn't launch and when they picked up sucked out that you know we're on tv four times a day for six weeks you know so they said they didn't play it because they didn't want to look like they're playing favorites they said the the label dropped the ball with radio promotion so they just you know they didn't want to play favorites no no offense but that's why we couldn't play it you know that was what i was told that's from the person who directs programming of course it is like you know 20 years ago i don't care at this point but right but that's that's what went down
0: that seems like a really lame excuse
1: hey i mean it's true it's like you got all these bands going and when you put something out you, you got to have the label back in it so they just don't look like they're favoring the band because they, they helped us out a lot yeah. you know they by doing what they did uh-huh. But uh, anyways, go on, Destination or so major. Oh, I'm backing it.
0: So that, yeah, that was that was one with a bullet. Um, number two came in, this was a unanimous decision, was keep it close to me off of Valley.
1: Yeah. You want to know a thing about that tune? Absolutely. Or you are to keep going, you a lot of time.
0: <laughs> Whatever you got, man. I'd love to hear something about it.
1: <laughs> during, during the reunion thing, we would have songs that people would sing. You know, right. you had sucked out, people would. Sing that like crazy. The place, you know, you have a thousand people screaming it. Keep It Close to Me was one of the other tunes. Not a hit, nothing, you know. Yeah. And people would start to set set out, and John would let the audience sing. And I'll never forget that. It almost felt like you were covering somebody else's music. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: well, su- super catchy.
1: Yeah, it's a good one, man, and it's a, it's a testimony, too. It's like, you know, you it's on you know, Valley of the Dying Stars, and it's after you know he was you know told this music you know wasn't that wasn't that good you know over and over again. He's like, tell you what, screw you, I'm gonna keep it close to me, and this is this is the deal. I don't want to deal with the hassle. I'm gonna give you the music. That's what you get. Boom.
0: Exactly, like that first line again. It's so perfect. Is uh, I love rock and roll, but I don't want to deal with the hassle.
1: I th- yeah, I want rock and roll.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, and uh, I know what I know but I don't want to feel like an asshole is the, the yeah. Yeah.
1: it's like, and people dug that. So of course, back that one, that's the one we played. (laughs) All right. So, uh,
0: we've got Senorita.
1: Yeah. Back in that, that has lots of memories. That's how we got, we got signed because of that song. Oh, really? Yeah. that came out, um, it was in our first demo stereo 360 sound, put that out in 1994, went out to California, uh, Went up to San Francisco. Darla Records uh, wanted to put. After we played there, they wanted to put that single out. They put the little—is this vinyl? You know, right? And they uh, wanted to put it out. And then CMJ heard it and they picked it up. Remember the little CD? Do you remember 1996? I don't know, how old you are, but I would have been 16, uh,
0: so I remember six. it. <laughs>
1: <Six>. <laughs> they used to have this uh, magazine called CM, CMJ College. Uh, music journal and they put out a magazine inside the magazine that gave it had a sampler of songs oh. on it and they put senorita as one of the songs on the sampler and then all the labels went nuts because it was right around the time when weezer had just gone you know platinum and green day was hitting so we're in that realm yeah, you know, of pop enough. noise music you yeah. know, and punk rock wow. mixed together so that song started a bidding war basically and we you know kept playing shows we're active we go to new york a bunch and try to get with the best label we could, you know? That's great. <laughs> and that's what happened. And here's another story. I had my single, and those things are actually like worth something right now. <laughs> oh, man. That. <laughs> but anyhow, that back in that, that was another one we played, and uh, people dug that one a lot, too.
0: Yeah, so we're right in line so far. Um yeah. yeah. How about Going Out? again? Going
1: Out is one of my faves. We didn't, we hadn't never we only played that. I was like right before I quit the band. It's the only time I remember playing that, we played a couple times. But I always loved that song myself, and remember that's you know um, my, one of my you know my favorite records. Yeah, it's, <laughs> my it's, super drive that is.
0: I think we got like three. Yeah, we got three Valley in. So uh, and then the next one, some kind of tragedy.
1: Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Some kind of tragedy. What record's that on?
0: That's on Valley. Um, Valley. Yep.
1: Thinking soul of the world. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And gotcha. then it's another favorite mine. It almost says the who vibe to it.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: It's on the back side of the record right before. Um, uh, uh, geez, True believer.
0: Yes. Yep. Uh, yep. Death blow to your pride.
1: Despote, blow to your pride. What record's that on?
0: Industry giants. Oh,
1: it's the punk rock one. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember that now.
0: Definitely dug that one. Uh, it just had an. That's nice, a good one. Nice groove to it. Um, do the vampire.
1: One of my faves, Tom Pavis collection covers used to cover that that I one.
0: Had to get it. It's through. One of my faves. Yeah, had to get it through. Uh, last call for vitriol. Uh, the staggering genius. I just That's a good like, one. Yeah. You know,
1: that was the second time they played on Conan O'Brien. They played that song. Oh, really? Yeah, somebody canceled and they called them up and they drove to New York and played Conan O'Brien. Oh. So, uh, Sam Sam was in the band and Nick, Nick, uh, um, uh, Nick Harrison. It's pretty cool. They all dressed up in suits and stuff. So oh. I, was, I was proud of those dudes two times in a row.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> um, we got just two more. Really through?
1: That's a good one. I actually wrote the riff on that one. Oh, really? <laughs> Just the riff. John took he took the helm on the rest of that. All right. Um, That's a rare. I, you guys did your homework, then.
0: <laughs> uh, and then, last but not least, the art of dying.
1: The art of dying. Yep. Vintage.
0: Yeah. Nice, man. There were so many. It was. This was really tough for us. We actually, you know, because there was. So many, where we were trying to like pin it down to try to keep it to the sound, and um, we just I don't know, like the, the guitar work is insane on all of these records. And I, I know you're the bass player, but like you add to that punch, like there was just this punch to what, what Super Drag was doing, man. And like the fact that we missed out on it, all three of us were just super bummed out. But, you know, that's also great about now is, yeah, I missed out, but I was able to listen to the whole discography in a week and fall in love with a a band that I didn't know about a week ago.
1: Well, that's cool. Thanks for, (laughs) you know, doing the research. It's interesting to see, like, like, you didn't know anything of the band or how did you just you found that record in a two dollar bin, or like, oh, what's this? It's like an artifact or something.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I I knew the name from Sucked Out, obviously, and uh, okay, but I never I never got Regretfully Yours. I never I never bought in, and mm. um, I just I saw Valley of the Dying Stars in that bin, and I was like, I remember Sucked Out. Uh, you know, I'll I'll give this a ch- I'll give this a listen, and I loved it then. And, uh, you know, just for whatever reason, I, again, didn't seek out the rest of the disc- discography. And I started doing this show, uh, like, in February or, or March. And, honestly, Super Drag has been one of the bands I've wanted to do, but I didn't have anybody who would do it with me. So, like, I decided, <laughs> well, you know, nobody knew. So, like, I was like, well, then F it. None of us are going to know, and we're all going to do it. And be, uh, I think it was more fun that way. Everybody had a, had a blast listening to the music, so
1: a while a lot of folks they didn't know any they weren't fans and you said check this band out and they listened to a, a bunch of stuff and they came back and picked their favorite songs basically yeah yep and that it. wow yep. well <laughs> thanks for thanks for choosing super Drive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well tom I really appreciate your time. thank you so much for calling. Um, I'll, I'll let you go. I, I've got a couple things I need to do here but man it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate
1: it. Sure dude thanks for uh, you know keeping our tunes out there. you can you know feel free to call if you come through Nashville um, yes. and is this on a is this a podcast or are you on a radio station It's a college station? what is the setup it's a
0: it's an internet radio station uh, radiofradio. com um we like i said we're, we're like a community station we're trying to be a community oh station, right so. on
1: we got a, we got a couple of those in nashville yeah, really we're, great
0: we're trying to get to the fm uh we're just not quite there yet we're just on the internet right now so
1: that's fine build an audience man yeah, let get, get out there that's, <laughs> that's
0: that's what you gotta send do. send me
1: uh our link to this broadcast you know that kind of thing we will do um and uh i'll let you know when i have Something other than uh, medium-sized T-shirts.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll definitely be getting one of those. And like I said, if I ever come out to Nashville, I'll definitely come check you out. Cause, uh,
1: yeah, cool. I dig the tunes. Give man. me a text. Let me know in advance.
0: All we Will do, man. Tom, thank you so much for your time. Have a great night, man.
1: Sure. Thank you, Justin. Bye-bye.
0: Have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Pappas of Super Drag, Tom Pappas Collection i got, I feel good about it um we're gonna cut it right there i feel good i feel great a little bonus deprogram for you guys all right have a good night everybody